And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gents. This is a podcast I know from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome and international podcast. Good wine and great laughs. Season 7, episode 19. And today's topic is Disgraceful George Santos got booted from the U.S. House of Representatives. You know shortly the type of wine I am a drink, so ladies and gents, gotta get the party started. Let's go! And ladies and gents, once again, this is by Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, Season 7, Episode 19. And once again, the topic is, Disgraceful George Santos got booted from the U.S. House of Representatives. And today is Saturday, December the 9th. 2023, and the weather here in Orlando to be with partly cloudy skies, highest of 81 and lowest of 86 degrees. But before I jump right on today's topic, ladies and gents, I have to let you know the type of wine that I'm drinking here at Casa Casanova. And ladies and today I have a wine from Spain. And the, na the name of this wine is called El Coto Criança Vintage of 2018. <clears throat> and once again, it's a wine from Spain. And according to the label in the back, it says right here, El Coto, Artisans of Wine. El Coto is dedicated to crafting the highest quality wines that reflects the rich winemaking traditions of Rioja, produced from the Tempranillo grapes. This native varietal is fermented and aged in an oak for at least 12 months, with an additional six months of resting in bottle prior to release. El Coto Criança is especially balanced with layers of fresh raspberry, cherry, spice, and toasted oak, building to silky finish. There is no other design, there is no recommendation as far food pairing as concerned. It says right here on the back label, it contains sulfites. And alcohol percentage of this one is 13.5 per volume, ladies and gents. Once again, this is a product of Spain. First time we have this brand and this type of wine. So let me see what this wine is all about. Just put the cork back in the bottle so there's no air in it. 
All right, ladies and gents, let me see, let me see, let me see. All right, ladies and gents, even though the label says that the fine grapes and the fine wines, to me, this wine does nothing impressive. You know, like I said before, I'm going to say that again, I'm 100% honest with the wine that I drink this podcast. I give my 100% honest opinion and rate as far as this wine is concerned. If you want to see on my YouTube channel, you're going to see definitely an image of this wine. If you want to see the bottle, how the bottle looks like, it's available also on all my social medias under my podcast name. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to see a clear picture of the wine of the day under the Season 7, Episode 19 picture, ladies and gentlemen. And personally, I will give a 5 for this wine right here. It did not impress me at all. You know, it's just like, to be honest, it tastes like a cheap wine. There is not like, you know, I, I would personally, after I finish this bottle, this bottle did not make the cut to be on my wine collection. And that would be the least of my recommendations for a red wine is concerned. Well, well, well. I'm not going to waste this wine. I'm going to finish this bottle this, this weekend. Because <laughs> there are two things that we do not waste here at Casa Casanova. It's food and wine. You eat all and you drink all. <laughs> all, right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump right on today's topic. And I know this can be like an old news. It happened about a week and a half now. That this piece of crap, George Santos, ended up being voted out of the House of Representatives after the Ethics Committee came with this huge report about the schemes, his conducts, and all these lies, and how he was scamming the donors. Well, well, well. But because I was busy, I already have some other stuff lined up for the podcast, so I cannot end up this season without bringing... The light on this piece of crap, George Santos. But I'll give my two cents about it later. You're going to list a great report from Witness Eyewitness News, ABC 7 New York, and related to a great, great work. The reporters did interview a lot of people. There were no humans involved in the whole situation of George Santos being elected, even before. He left Brazil, then in the recent paper. So that's what I'm going to do. We're going to listen to this Brazilian lady giving her two cents about her experience, and she's being scammed by George Santos. And what I'm going to do when she starts talking, because she doesn't speak English, English, she doesn't speak Portuguese, what I'm going to do, I'm going to pause the video. And I'm going to translate what she's saying phrase by phrase so you can have an understanding of what she's talking about, about her, her uh, personal experience with George Santos or back in where he grew up. In, he was no, uh, known in the neighborhood as by Anthony. So that's what she's referring to George Santos, okay? So that's what I'm going to do. And then you're going to listen to the rest of the report 
because of course it's in English. And then, like I always do, I give my two cents about what I think, in my opinion, opinion related to pizza shit George sent. So let me stop the background music here real quick. Let's jump right on this video right here. It's just the name of the game that is politics. Make some space and then we'll adjust. If I had to describe George Santos, would be a charismatic liar. Do you solemnly swear for? Do you have any statements here? Explain what happened. I'm not going to discuss an ongoing investigation. Support and defend the Constitution. Anything about the money, the investigation? I have no comments for that. The United States against all enemies. George Santos is a con artist. He's been lying about pretty much everything. I had no idea that he was a total fraud. So help you God. It's the greatest fiction in the history of congressional politics. Nonsense. It's all Santos has got to be expelled. He was elected under false pretenses. How dare you lie to this community? Do you feel like you're qualified to serve in this Congress? There should be a law against a criminal serving in an elected office. It's really quite disgraceful. He should step down. How can he be trusted to be a lawmaker when he breaks the law? Did you raise money for a copy? You allowed my dog to die. He's a horrible, evil person. Where does this end? How much is actually tied up with this? That is sort of what it's been like reporting on George Santos. I've been in politics over 50 years. I have never seen a story any like Santos. There's nobody who is this awful. We have an indictment. It's a witch hunt. Island, New York. The very first day that I met him, he was very charismatic, very friendly. He was very friendly with everyone. I was 21 at the time. He was 22, 23. I met him with the name Anthony because that's what his family called him. Right off the bat, I noticed he was kind of fabricating like his life, that he was somebody that came from a privileged background, with family that had money, with family that had expensive property. Here comes the part that the Brazilian lady is talking, so she say, my first impression with him was the worst possible. He was a happy person. He was a dreamer. Everything in his dream has a lot of things to do with luxury. He's a person that likes that likes luxury. He would lie to me that he was working as a reporter, that he was working as a freelancer, as a model, or uh, doing some other jobs that is not the, the case and they could clearly say that he didn't have any job at all. Somebody that's 22, 23 years old that has all these properties with his family is not going to go work at a call center in the middle of nowhere, Queens, for $12 an hour. I didn't actually ask him personally how much money he had in his account but of course i could definitely see that they were struggling to pay rent at some point they even allowed the internet to be cut for non-payment okay there's a brazilian document just like in brazil cpf cpf just like related to almost like a social security so she was saying that he stole her social security number in order to open accounts in a jewelry store to buy some gift for his sisters. For his sister. 
Paga pra irmã dele e ele jurou até o fim que ele tinha pago os boletos e ele não pagou. Eu vou... And he promised her and lied to her saying that he paid for just like some kind of credit that he had the create account to pay like monthly, almost like a layaway. And he was telling her that she, he paid, I paid, they're lying to you, the store is lying to you, but he never paid. That's what she's saying. Was one person where he did tell them that he never graduated? He said, you know, he got a GED. I told him that my cousin was studying at Baruch College. And then that's when he said, oh, I graduated from Baruch College. I met Santos almost exactly three years ago. You know, right from the start, I thought he was a weirdo. Uh, I thought he was a liar. Nothing fit in the way he described himself. He claimed he was a 31-year-old, successful multimillionaire with extensive finance connections in Brazil. Said he was uh, Catholic, he had a cross on his neck. A year or two later, when he started calling himself Jewish. Well, Jewish lasers in space. <laughs> I'm a Jew, trust me. I, mean, I knew he was lying because he had, I had already asked him those questions. There's that scene, I think, in The Godfather where Vito Corleone sort of says to, to Michael, Senator Corleone. You know, I always dreamed of you being a Senator Corleone or Governor Corleone. I think that really speaks to the fact that political office, political power is the ultimate kind of validation. And that is something that a George Santos knows he can offer people because he seemed like such a well-tailored candidate who checked so many boxes. He's like an Etch-a-Sketch, constantly reinventing himself. He has multiple names and multiple personalities, right? There's George Santos, the congressman. There's George DeVolter, the businessman. There's Anthony DeVolter, the LGBTQ MAGA activist. There's Tiara, the drag queen. There's Jewish descendant of Holocaust survivors. He has an infinite stream of identities. It's, it's just strange. When I met him, he came off as somewhat sophisticated. He told me he was highly successful. He wanted to run. He said that he wanted to represent the people of the district, understood the needs of the people. George Santos here, Republican candidate for New York's 3rd Congressional District. 2020, Tom Suozzi's going to run again. It's a strong Democrat district. People were not saying we want to run. We really didn't have anyone in Nassau. At the time, the district went from Queens through Nassau, the North Shore, into Suffolk County. George Santos comes from Queens. He comes out, and we made him. I am a first-generation-born American, a gay man, and a Republican. He answered questions. He submitted a resume. He interviewed. Based upon that information, he became the candidate. Potential upset on the North Shore of Long Island. Republican George Santos is now leading Democratic Congressman Tom Suozzi. 2020, there were a lot of absentee paper ballots. None of these races has been called because of those absentee ballots. On election day, he won the machine vote by a couple of thousand votes, but there were still 100,000 votes to be counted. The fact that I closed ahead of a sitting congressman, that speaks volumes. He immediately proclaimed victory, and he went down to freshman orientation in Washington, D.C. I attended freshman orientation. Hello everyone, I'm Congressman-elect Richie Torres. And he approached me and said, you know, even though you're a Democrat and I'm Republican, we're both gay and I hope we can work together. And I just found it to be so strange that I said, sure, and then I left. Everyone in the world knew that he was going to lose overwhelming. 
Also on Long Island, Democrat Thomas Swazi has won his re-election bid for New York's 3rd Congressional District. And when the final results came in three weeks later, he didn't just lose, he lost by 15 points, and he lost by 60,000 votes. He then decided he wanted to run again and declared immediately. And then he got weirder and weirder. He would brag wildly about his Maseratis, about his mansions, none of which existed. I have the business background, I have the acumen. I think this is a great time for Americans to know. I'm a gay Republican, my party overwhelmingly supports me. Boy, I want to oh fight for common sense and uh, safety for our communities. Very nice to meet you, man. I'm George Santos, by the way. I'm running for U.S. Congress, and I'm focused on winning and delivering results. But after we got the nomination, the New York Court of Appeals changed the district lines and made it much more winnable for Republicans. And he was there. We were stuck with him. The lines changed the district dramatically. Still has Nassau and Queens, but instead of going over the water through the Bronx, which is heavily, heavily Democrat, it now comes down from the North Shore through Levittown and Massapequa, both Republican communities. So now the district becomes winnable. There were so many races going on in Nassau County. So George Sanchez was the least of our concerns. I will think about that every day of my life. Our election, like all the elections in New York, drowned out by the governor's race. When you're looking at the total picture of the last election in New York, it's very hard to see George Santos being in Congress right now if Lee Zeldin were not at the top of the ticket and performing so well on Long Island and Kathy Hochul doing pretty poorly. That was, I think, the determining factor more than anything else. We had him very hard on the opposition research we could prove. He can say and mislead the audience and everybody watching at home to whatever he wants. At the end of the day, I stand proud in my record. Despite the fact George Santos lied about it, he was at the insurrection January 6th. I was at the ellipse on January 6th. We're gonna walk down to the Capitol. And the president was at his full awesomeness that day. Even though he tried to lie about it in the campaign, insurrectionists raided the Capitol and George Santos tragically was there. The misleading things he keeps saying about me that I did or, or, or did not do or the locations I've been or I did not. He compared abortion to slavery. When we look at the American past and we look at slavery, we think it was barbaric. We aborted our own? That is barbaric. We raised the alarm as loud as we could. So there was a post uh, where he was sharing a GoFundMe about a dog that had a, a tumor, and he was asking people to donate. A disabled U.S. Navy veteran whose service dog needed emergency surgery. She was my little sapphire. She was a little red pit bull, and she was about eight or ten weeks old, I think, when I got her. And I was homeless at the time, and I had really bad depression. Whenever I'd start getting really manic, she would just be uh, all over me. I couldn't ignore her. She, she'd climb on me, lick my face. She was my little buddy. And that was a time when I actually noticed that she was starting to get that growth getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So I took her in and the vet tech probably saw my face just drop when I heard $3,000. And she pulled me aside after the vet left the office and she said, I know this guy who does charities and I'll talk to this guy Anthony that I know, uh, Anthony DeVolder, and he's really good at it. And with, due to his network, there's going to be a lot of people willing to help you. He'll set up a GoFundMe and hopefully within a couple of months we'll have this $3,000 and we'll be able to get the surgery taken care of. It should be no problem. Within a couple of months, I think it was three months, we actually had the whole $3,000. Uh, the money never came through. Um, I should have known at the time, but I was desperate. It was horrible. I, you know, I couldn't do anything for her. And then one day that she just refused to get up and move anymore to go outside, and I knew I had to take her and to have her put down. It was. I was screaming at the top of my lungs like a banshee, just wailing with, with, with the pain. It breaks my heart because this is somebody that fought for our country and 
he already was suffering from PTSD and then to lose his dog was just too much. He helped with the fundraising. He used Ostaf and his service dog as a vehicle to attract charitable contributions. And then Santos stole all the money, cut off all communications, and disappeared. In a tweet today, Santos denied stealing the cash, but Ostaf says he never got that money. Election day in America, and the stakes for the 2022 midterms could hardly be any higher. <laughs> New York became an unlikely battleground. Republican George Santos defeated Democrat Robert Zimmerman. I want to make sure you all know that now you have a man of the people who will represent the people in Washington, D.C., and end the nonsense. He's a serial liar. People in the 3rd Congressional District didn't elect George Santos. They elected a fictional character. George Santos isn't at all what he claimed to be or said that he was. An investigation by the New York Times claims the resume of Republican Congressman-elect George Santos is largely fabricated. Did you graduate from Baruch? Did you graduate from there? Yeah. So did I. I did. He claims that suggest much of his resume, including where he went to college, where he worked, are entirely made up. Did I embellish my resume? Yes, I did. And I'm sorry. Do you have any statements here? Do you have anything to say to your colleagues? Explain what happened here. I was not shocked because even back then, everything seemed fabricated. It seemed like he was playing a character. What we had said about him being a fraud and a fabulous and a pathological liar, all that proved to be true. But I tell you, I was also astonished at how much more there was. Citigroup and Goldman Sachs say they have no record of him working there. I didn't outright lie um, about my work experience. He was calling people in Nassau County saying his story is totally a fraud. He wanted a lawyer to sue the Times for libel. It's totally untrue. There's nothing to it. Very emphatic, very angry. Now everything that I've ever worked to build on is up in questioning, and that's the very frustrating side. I said, what's going on? He said, it's all going to be straightened out tomorrow. It's just, they're out to get me. And I said, well, what about your college diploma? You have a copy of your diploma? He said, you know what happened? They called Baruch, and I was known as George DeVolder, and they asked for George Santos. He said, it'll be straightened out. I'll have a copy of it. I'll get it to you tomorrow. I said, okay, I'll wait to hear from you. I haven't spoken to him. Do I wish you a happy Hanukkah or a Merry Christmas? I'm Catholic, <laughs> but I'm also Jew-ish, as in Yiddish. He appeared at menorah lightings the day before the New York Times report came out. There were people at those menorah lightings whose families had been slaughtered, dead in the Holocaust. And he's conning them and using them, and he went to them for money and support. My mom was a 9-11 survivor. She was in the South Tower, um, and she made it out. 9-11 claimed my mother's life, tweeted George Santos in July of 21. New immigration records obtained by ABC News prove that on 9-11, Santos's mother, Fatima DeVolder, wasn't even in the United States. Was your mother in the World Trade Center on 9-11? Was she? The sheer depth and breadth of his deception is unprecedented. We've never seen a candidate or a congressman quite like George Sanders. New York Republicans are calling you a disgrace. You will not resign. I'm calling for his immediate resignation. Resign. We must call for the resignation of Congressman George Santos. Resign. Steps down. Step aside. He should resign. This joke's gotta go. Congressman Santos, will you resign? I will not. It's Shantae Lands with Channel 7. 
I just wanted to know if it was anything you had to say. I first started covering George Santos on December 17th, but the first time I actually met him was on Capitol Hill. Anything to the voters at all that you might want to say? Just until I was sent there to try to get answers about the, at the time, alleged lies that he may have told to his hundreds of thousands of constituents. New York Right now, a group of Long Islanders are on a bus headed to D.C. They organize a trip to confront him. This is a national issue. So if we're not doing this kind of outreach, he will stay there. They invited me to go. I rode on the bus with them. They were pretty fired up. How dare you lie to this community? How dare you fabricate your resume to get elected to Congress? How dare you offend our democracy? When we arrived, we went to his office. Where are you, George? We all emails. Nobody got a response, and he's not here to meet with us. He's a fish answered the door and said that he was not available. Does he have an office or does he have a hideout? What is going on here? Well, if you are a representative, where are you? We then went to House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. We are all so frustrated at the fact that he has not acted. What are the charges against him? Well, is I mean, there a charge against him? You know, in America today, you're innocent until proven guilty. Despite all the crimes that have been documented, despite all the lies he's acknowledged, no Republican leadership in the House has called for his removal. You know, I find it outrageous that a federal candidate for public office or congressional office can win a congressional seat under fundamentally fraudulent pretenses without facing legal consequences. I partnered with Congressman Dan Goldman to file an ethics complaint that has led to the ethics investigation against George Santos. delivered the complaint and we saw him briefly and he just directed us to leave the complaint at the front desk. The embattled congressman from Long Island is tonight stepping down from his committee assignments. Nobody pressured me absolutely anything. I think it was an appropriate decision that until he can clear everything up, he's off committees right now. We just uh, got out of conference and George has voluntarily removed himself uh, from committees as he goes through this process. The fact that George Santos stepped down from his committees after meeting with Kevin McCarthy is an admission of guilt. And so I have a simple question for House Republicans. If he's too compromised and corrupt to be a member of a congressional committee, then it logically follows that he's too corrupt to be a member of Congress. Try to stick by the Constitution. The voters elected him to serve. If there is a concern that he has to go through the ethics, we'll let him move through that. That motivated me to introduce the Santos Act to stop another non-truthful office seeker act, which would require federal candidates to certify under oath, under the penalty of perjury, in writing, their employment, military, and educational backgrounds, so that candidates who do lie can finally be held accountable. Have you supplied any information, sir? And right now we've got breaking news surrounding embattled Congressman George Santos from New York. He is now facing federal charges. He has been facing a slew of investigations ranging from campaign finance violations to lying. Prosecutors have unearthed evidence of potential federal crimes and the congressman has a date in court as early as tomorrow. It was packed, mostly journalists. We waited for him to come in. This is the first time I've seen him look concerned, nervous, and overwhelmed. And then he sat down, he said a lot of yes ma'ams to the judge, and just asked him you know, if he understood his rights. He ultimately pleaded not guilty to the 13 charges. Santos was released on $500,000 bond. Santos is facing a total of 13 federal charges, including donor fraud, unemployment fraud, and misleading the House of Representatives. When 
Congressman Santos came out of court. That's when the chaos really started. I remember it was one point saying, if you don't give me space, I'm not going to do this. Look, if you guys don't behave, there's no way you're going to get information back to the, to the people. So make some space, and then we'll address. We make our way to the podium. This is the beginning of the ability for me to address and defend myself. We have an indictment, and I'm going to comply. I've been complying throughout this entire process. The reality is, is it's a witch hunt. This is a guy who had nothing, no asset over $5,000 just 18 months earlier. $750,000. They said that you reported that wrongly. Do you have any comment to that? Well, like I said, I will be giving them all, will be delivering all the finances of my company. I'm delivering all my finances to them to dispel their accusation. We called it out in the North Carolina newspaper and let people know this is what we said. Santos, like all candidates, we try to run a little bit of background on, uh, particularly the campaign finance section. Mr. Santos either illegally coordinated with an independent expenditure, or he illegally received a campaign contribution. Some of the interesting things that came out was he would spend a lot of money at one restaurant, pay himself and his sister for his packs. The funds came legitimately to me via my my company. His pack was paying his landlord the exact amount for his rent. I did my work where I earn my living, how I pay my bills. Politicians often, you will find, have a hard time uh, making an honest living and finding regular work, sort of why they're politicians. This has been blown out of proportion because of reporters from organizations like the Daily Beast who like to create this kind of rhetoric. What we can certainly say about George Santos is that he's a liar. Remember, these are allegations that the federal government's putting forward. So right now, he is still innocent until He's proven guilty. And again, you will not resign. I will not resign. He should resign. I've said that repeatedly. And uh, obviously, these charges uh, confirm what I've said from the beginning. There's a clock ticking, and George Santos should have resigned in December. He should have resigned in January. He should have resigned yesterday. And maybe he'll resign today. All of his Long Island Republican colleagues, all of them have came out vocally and said, Congressman Santos just stepped down. Breaking news out of Washington, D.C., where a resolution has just been introduced to expel Congressman George Santos from office. My intent to raise a question of the privileges of the House. Representative George Santos B., and he hereby is expelled from the House of Representatives. This is actually the second time Garcia has made a motion like this. Now is the appropriate time to make sure that Republicans are on record if they're going to actually stand by someone that is a serial liar and a fraud. It has to end bad for him. It's a question of how bad his campaign finance reports are wrong. That is enough to make findings against him and recommend that he be uh, removed from Congress. And the sooner he goes, the better it is for everybody. By winning the seat, George Santos made it almost inevitable that this entire uh, fabrication he created about his life was going to just completely crumble. And it's almost an act of self-destruction to run a successful congressional campaign as essentially a made-up person. He has no choice but to resign because his ability to govern has been completely crippled by a collapse of credibility. He has no credibility with his constituents. He has no credibility with his colleagues. The majority of his constituents, including Republicans, want him to resign. The majority of Republicans in the New York delegation have called upon him to resign. He's utterly useless, and he should resign and create space for a more effective congressperson to take over. Did we make a mistake? Of course we made a mistake. The party made a mistake, I made a mistake. I take full responsibility. He was a candidate based upon what we knew about him, but it was all based on lies, unfortunately, and on his resume. And would we have checked? Should we and would we are two different things. 
in retrospect, of course, we should have looked more deeply into it. These campaign stories tell far more about the candidates than any political statements that they can make. Because at the end of the day, money talks in this country. And especially in the local sides of it, where the money can be quite low to win these races, you don't have to meet the bar of expectation that you would have someone be fully backgrounded, that you can get another George Santos in, in almost any district outside of a major city is, is possible still. We need, as a people, to be more civically engaged, to open our eyes and actually pay attention. Um, and also when we see something like a George Santos, uh, to call it out. George Santos, are uh, you a part of his uh, re-election campaign? No, I am not. Right. So no, he, he shouldn't run for re-election. Have you done anything for that seat to try to get a, a Republican in? Oh, we're going we're gonna to keep that seat with another Republican. Yes, we are. Do I think Congressman George Santos will run again? You can never tell. I have no idea. I don't try to predict what that man is going to do. Beautiful day here in Washington, D.C. It's a great day to be an American. It's a great day to be a Republican, and it's a great day to announce re-election. Well, 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 ladies and gents, as you heard this awesome report and kudos, I salute the eyewitness news abc7 new york report about that if you do not watch it ladies and gents the link is going to be on my youtube channel that you can under episode today episode 719 click under the description there's a link for you to click over there if you want to watch yourself but like i say ladies and gents, i said that before last season i have an episode about him when he Finally show up in the scene, and he got elected. I think it was season six. If it's not season six, six uh, at the end of season five. All you need to do is go to my all episodes if you want to listen to it. It's available for you right there. Just go see George Santos. You know, he's a embarrassment for the Brazilian immigrants. That's what the title of the podcast is all about, ladies and gents. And I said that before, I'm going to say it again. This man's a disgrace. You know, for especially, he's a liar. You know, for somebody that's going to lie, that take money of a veteran that was suffered, serving his this country, suffered with some kind of trauma. You know, take the money for the dog to help to heal that dog. He took the three thousand dollars and disappeared. Lie on every aspect of his resume. He lied. You know, he, this man has no integrity. George Santos has no integrity, has no morals. You know, he lied about his mother being uh, dying on 9-11. He lied about uh, graduating from Baruch College. He played in the volleyball team. Every, the entire things about his life is nothing but lies. It's scam people. And to this day, he still now he was using people money from the... Without no authorization from the donors, credit card information, it's just like a simple debacle, you know. And also, like the guy on the, the, the report, because the Republicans tried to hold him in the seat as much as they could, you know. That talk about a lot of the, the, the Republicans' leaders, that the majority, especially Kevin McCarthy, that you know do not want to do the right thing. You know what I'm saying, ladies and gents. So I'm glad that he's out. And one thing that I said this before, and I'm gonna say that again. 
There's nothing new under the sun. And karma is going to get you. Everything you do on this earth is going to come right back to you. You know, even though now he's making some money on the camel, people are making now make uh, pay him for, to make uh, messages for other people. As a matter of fact, uh, I think it's Jimmy Campbell on his show now pay something, pay for DeSantos, DeSant, uh, uh, George Santos to say some message to people. So he's making money on that side. But at the end of the day, ladies and gents, Everything you do on this earth, you're going to reap what you sow. So George Sant has more to come to his life. You know, and I, I I want him to get everything or every seed that he that he, he planted, he's going to reap all. I want to see him to take charge and hopefully, hopefully to the GCO. Get him on all the charge. And this man deserves to be in jail. And also has something to do with his sister too. I bring his sister in 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 the in the in the scenario because I caught some report the money that he was making besides the travel that he was giving money to his sister too. So his sister was in his pocket. You know, she was being the beneficiary of, of his scheme too. Now, does she have anything to do as far as try to make some money out of other people? I don't know. And I think an investigation should be, since they're going to direct have some charges against his ass, some other investigation should be open to investigate who is involved. In, oh, I know he's not operated by himself. That's a fact. He's the main, the front man, but he's not the scam and, and has something to do. As a matter of fact, the one that some a lady that was his campaign manager, he, she played guilty because she was involved in some scams too. She was now right behind it, and she played guilty. Now sometimes say that oh, I did not know he was going to do this, yada yada yada. So my two cents about George Santos is because as a Brazilian immigrant. I hate once we are being misrepresented. Just like the same token, and I hate seeing black people doing some stupid, excuse my language, stupid shit. Then that being bringing embarrassment for the rest of the race. So I'm black, I'm a Brazilian immigrant. So if I see any of these two group of people doing some stupid shit, I have no sympathy. I have no mercy. You do the crime, you're going to do the time. Period. I don't care who it is, family members, friends. You want to be stupid? You play stupid games, you're going to win stupid prize, ladies and gentlemen. So, that's my true sense about this idiot. And ladies and gents, on that note, I'd like to thank all of you people that listen to this awesome and international podcast. Please keep sharing with all your family and friends. Good wine and great life podcast is come all the way from the bottom and move straight to the top. Amy to be the number one spot in order for to do for that to happen, ladies and I need your help. I need your support. Please feel free to visit my YouTube channel. Leave your comments. Subscribe, click on the like buttons of every video that you watch. Go to my YouTube, uh, Spotify, 
and click on the follow button right there. Just help me to spread the good news, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I'm asking from you. Once again, this is a boycast. I know, please be safe, be kind, and be blessed, and do the best what you can do with what you got. And I'll see you next time with the final episode of Season 7. Holla!